Welcome to The Ugly Truth, a special edition with me, Jamie, and producer Dub. Hello. We're here to talk about and review the new land in Disneyland, California, which is Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Yeah. That's correct. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's that's Edge. correct? Yes. Yes. So that's what we're here to talk about because we were lucky enough to f- secure reservations in the first 30 days that the park was open to guests yeah so like the first three weeks they did a reservation system and so not just anybody could go and you used your amazing karma to get uh, a reservation and we actually got a second one because we stayed at the hotel so we're going to have these two four-hour blocks and i was pretty excited about uh well you know i'm a freak anyway about this so. so the entrance if you're familiar with disneyland you can even go online and look at the map there is an area called critter country where splash mountain and when the winnie the pooh ride which is one <laughs> yes, of our favorites it is there's a little cafe there and behind all of that is a path that will lead you to the new entrance and it's where the smoking section used to be <laughs> right and so it's gone <laughs> yeah. and when you, you enter, talked about that on one of the shows yes. the, the smoking section when you enter when you're heading into the land what's really cool about it is they there's a very long walkway and it's very wide because there are going to be so many people mm-hmm. and it's you wind and wind and wind and you're not seeing anything you start to hear a little bit of noise like yep. you're like what is that am i hearing like airport or is that you know yeah. you're a bird it was pretty cool but they have sound effects going on everywhere all the time and so but you are slowly being immersed into this place so by the time you turn a corner and the whole world opens up to you not only can you not see any of disneyland yeah you, you can't you see can't even anything. tell you're in disneyland it is completely hidden from view yep. everything is like i don't know three four stories tall Easy. so you can't see anything no. And suddenly there's music. There are people, the the people that work in that area, they are fully role-playing. Yep. They are... Full immersion, for sure. They are Batuans, because what's the name of the planet? (laughs) Well, Batu is the planet, and then Black Spire Outpost is the place. And then Mm -hmm. there's kind of a mixture because it's, again, Galaxy's Edge and Outer Rim. There's, There's a mixture of everybody. There's... There's resistance, which is not as evident because it's a first order controlled outpost if yes. you know the Star Wars storyline. Yes. And it is a current storyline. So right. it's it's like as if it was today. It's not historical. It's not a themed land, really, in the sense that there's no, you know, if, if a character is not alive or something's already happened in the Star Wars lore, then it's already happened here, too. Right. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to see Luke or Yoda or Han because they're gone, right? So, Correct. I mean, I guess maybe they could hologram them, but. <laughs> yeah. So, when but, we walked in, because of the reservation system, yeah. they were really guiding us in a big circle so that the people who were already there and finishing up their four-hour right. reservation were shopping, you would assume. So, they guide you all the way around so that you essentially will see everything. Every, yeah. They, they so, definitely cl- controlled the flow of traffic they did this time, for when sure. you're walking in. So, yeah. when you you walk in suddenly it everything it looks almost like um like a pueblo yeah. town where everything is very sand outside, colored and, yeah. and red and there's it's green but everything looks kind of dry yeah and i i don't know the planets okay because you're listening to two people one who's a hardcore star wars <laughs> guy and one who is a fashionably somewhat knowledgeable person yeah. about the star wars world so What's really cool 
is that their intention is full immersion. Yes. So the verbiage, the way they talk to you, the way they say happy birthday, the way yeah. they speak about little children. They and are the greeting, the bright suns greeting. They're, they're, suns. Like, they're like bright suns. Welcome to Black Spire Batu. Outpost. You know, right. it's really cool. And when you uh, speak to somebody and they, they will kind of test to see how far you want to go right, right. with the role playing. Yeah. So if they say, oh, so what planet are you from? Uh-huh. You know, and you say Earth. Oh, I would love to save up enough credits to go and visit Earth. I've they been totally here for do. so long. And we had one person who was taking pictures for us yep. in front of a land speeder. All the stuff is full size. Full size. I said, oh, you should come visit Earth sometime. He's like, I don't know. I pretty much like it where I'm at. I'm not interested in <laughs> spending, spending credits yeah. to go to Earth. And they don't break. They don't. It is It is a verbiage that they probably were trained to do. Yeah. I love that part of it. Now, I am not a big person in the role playing, but I did kind of test to see if they would do it. But I didn't want to go too far because I don't know enough about Star Wars to do the language. Right. But I was pleasantly surprised by that. And they were also excited to to interact, which was great. Yeah. The kind of folks, obviously, that that would go to a place like this, a lot of cosplay, a lot of people, and they are pleasantly allowed yeah to be as star warsy as they want and it's easy to judge if they're really into it like we saw a family of four there was a mom and a dad and two little kids a boy and a girl and they named their boy and girl were named luke and leia <laughs> for real for real like, for real <laughs> and so i said you know what this is no different than yeah. going to any place else harry potter world is the closest thing i can compare it to although this is far more immersed oh it is completely Harry like Potter world is very cool yes. for the fan and it has all the things from the movie and you know, but you feel like you're in an area of a theme park. There's right. a roller coaster, yeah, right? Like you feel like like that. like that, right? You're so, on another planet. Totally on another planet. And they planet. want you to feel it, that it, way. It, absolutely. In fact, there's a lot of things like that are non Disneyland about it. There's like nothing we'll talk about, but like there's no area to go meet a character, right? Yes. Like there's no I, I mean, had um, anyway. Yes, I had read a review initially that they were a little disappointed that the, that you could buy pins and lanyards. That was non-existent when we were there. Mm-mm. There was nothing Disneyland in that world, and so what there was, were places for you to go do that, but they were in Disneyland. Right, they weren't in not this in this land. part. That's and right. so what was cool is that I had read that the outer part of the the Black Spire post uh-huh. of this land is kind of the foresty where all the resistance is. Oh, that makes sense. And that's why we ran into Ray and Chewbacca. Chewbacca out there, right. What's cool is Chewbacca makes noise. Yeah, he talks. He talks, he, just... and he's incredibly interactive. Oh. There's there's no line to wait to get a photo. You just have to, like, walk up and be a part of it. Yeah. Ray is there as a character because there are a lot of little girls oh. who look like her and dress like there her. Were so, there the were dozens of Ray hairstyles. Tons. Dozens, from yeah. older women to yeah. babies. Yeah. Um, so they walk around, and then there is sound of other Wookiees coming from somewhere and he hears it it, and that's his cue to leave. Yeah. It is the coolest thing ever. And everybody was just like completely emotional and overwhelmed seeing him because it is a guy who's eight feet tall. I mean, it's, it's a life size Wookiee. He looked legit. Yes. Well, you know, I I guess the way, the way to do it is you felt like you were on a really, really good movie set. Like, like, like you, you, like you, you knew it wasn't real, but at the same time, 
you were like, like in all the pictures and stuff, Mm -hmm. nothing doesn't look real. (laughs) I was just going to say that any photos you take, any selfies or any, and take advantage of the photographers that are there. Entering in, it's obviously the first time. If you're a big fan, it's it's super overwhelming. Even if there isn't a ton to do yet, you mm-hmm. don't care because yeah. you're so overwhelmed with the de- the detail and the variety of things to stare at. Yep. You can't even believe it. So there's there is a lot to do. What it seems like is the number one thing to do is to build your own lightsaber. Yes. And the name of the it's called Savvy's Workshop or yep. Savvy's Workshop. Workshop. It's 200 bucks. You can only bring in a friend with you. So if you're going to do it, if you want to somehow relate to this, it's like getting your wand at Harry Potter World yeah, where they select. Done, yeah. It's an experience. It's, it's an not experience. just a it's not just a toy building thing. It's a right. it's, there's a whole thing so, behind it. You, I don't know if they're going to do this once the reservations are over, but I'm guessing they will. You have to walk up and make a quote-unquote reservation. You pay for your lightsaber, and then when it's your time, you get in line. Yep, that's what they made. It, that's what they were making people that were and there. And you go it's, in, mm-hmm. and it's a 15-minute experience, and there's up to six people, and each person can bring one person to watch yep. the thing. Now, I saw a couple things where it looks like it's jewelers coming out and bringing out different hilts, different things, yep. so you can customize it. And then at the end, everybody raises their lightsaber, and they turn yep. on. And they turn it's, them on. It looks amazing. And I'm there. kind of disappointed we didn't get into it, but the reservations sold out so fast. Yeah, we, we had to prioritize even yes. being there twice. And, and uh, the lightsaber thing was not like, like it was high on the list, but not higher than things like the cantina and the ride and Honestly, the other stuff. Honestly, I just so. didn't know how we were going to get it home yeah. because it's huge. Yeah, it is. And we saw <laughs> people huge. in the Orange County Airport with, with these them. things. Yes, they, they carried they, them they on. They come in these fancy bags that just kind of strap around your like shoulder. looks like a, a fly fisherman it does. Uh, container. It's, it does. Um, the other thing that we did not even see, and I think it was because the line was so incredibly long, was the uh, Doak Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Yeah, it is the place where you can see the film memorabilia. They have high-end collector's items in there, but it is apparently a museum. Yeah, cool. a, a, Basically, of all the Star Wars stuff that everybody yeah, wants I didn't, to see I didn't, is I, in there. I don't know. That was open? Yes, huh. it was. We did not see it. I didn't. It, I believe that we were confused with the line. there, Because there, there are lines everywhere. Yes. A lot. I mean, well, and they're not, because it's an immersive land and it's there's no... I mean, there are rides and queues, but not really. Just for Smuggler's Mm-mm. Run, for the Millennium Falcon one. I mean, everything else is... There was literally tape on the ground if you needed to line up. I mean, it wasn't right. even... A lot of no, people they're, they're directing. Trying, they're trying to keep it not theme parky, right? Right. So, so it was... That is super disappointing that we did not find that. Yeah, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I know. So next time, we'll yeah, go. The sure. other thing you can do is you can go to the Droid Depot, and you can build your own yeah. Droid for $100. Yep. Or you can buy one that's pre-made for $100. You can pick like an R2-D2 or something. Yeah, or they you have can R- astromech own. units, which are the R2-D2 ones, and then they have the BB units, which are like BB. Right. And, so, and but by the color combinations, kids... You can uh, you do know. anything. And then they what they do is that apparently after you build it, they put the computer chip in it because oh. it's remote control. Yes. And so now it's got an identity. You gave it a name. Wow. Um, uh, you, and, then, and then they can... And their remote control at that point... And they, they actually will talk to each other. Like if you had them, they'll they'll, they'll interact with each other. So That's yeah, hilarious. it's it's. I mean, it's. I mean, yes, it's a hundred bucks for a, a robot and two hundred bucks for a lightsaber. But these are pretty much things you're not going to be able to do anywhere else. No, it's an ex- right? it's a once it's, in a lifetime yeah, thing. They make it an experience. It feels like a factory, and parts are on a conveyor belt right. and all that. Stuff, I will so. say that uh, the price tags are not scaring anyone away. No, everybody. That line was all day. 
Yes. The whole time we were there. Yes. Everybody. Well, and again, these are the hardcore because they're yeah. they're early and things like that. But that's true. It's gonna be. That place is never not going to be full. Right. It'll be fine. <laughs> I know. So there was that. And then the market, which was probably the most beautifully constructed part yep. um, outside of the, the marketplace. Yes. The mm-hmm. marketplace where there is no big world of Star Wars. There are teeny, like, yep. and I mean teeny shops yep. selling only one thing. So there was one teeny little shop that was selling Black Spire themed stuff, which is where we got a yep. coffee mug. They have little fan so when it gets hot you can buy them there's luckily we found the han solo dice yes the metal yeah from his speeder the the dice that ultimately end up in the millennium falcon from the movie solo yeah and uh interestingly sold out we got one of the last pieces we did not see them again there's dice in the mirror right now in my car right (laughs) my truck (laughs) and there are pins and there was a lot of commemorative stuff and we did pick up obviously picked up a couple of that stuff but there those commemorative items can also be purchased in disneyland but it was pretty cool but But there was a shop for yoda for like jedi robes only Yeah. yeah Clothing. Just what, Jedi robes. Well, what, what was great about these is that they, like, there was a toy shop and they yes. looked like old fashioned toys. Were, they, they were wooden. They, yeah, yes. they were not, they were not action they figures were primitive. per se. They were, yes. they were really meant to kind of fit with the theme. And, you know, it has this kind of Middle Eastern marketplace look to it. Moroccan. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and yes. then the. Beautiful. It's, it was amazing. It was one of the most dynamically designed areas and you just totally feel like you're all in and. And I think the the cool thing about it too, although uh, we didn't get to see it at night or any of it at night, that was definitely a regret. I, that was, I think, other than making a saber or a droid, I think the thing I wish we had been able to do is go at night go with everything. See lit all up. the lights. But but, but, the, but the marketplace, I thought, I thought was 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 super fun. But the crown jewel of the Black Spire is when you walk up the stairs and lo, a full-size Millennium Falcon in the center of it all. And when we walked in for for the first time and you saw it, you know, this is a big deal for you because you're a big Star Wars person and you're like, it's it's full size. It's full size. Do you see this? It is a full size Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I said, yes, I can see it with my eyes. I see it. And it's cool as hell. It is. It is so amazing. exciting to see it. And there it's were so real looking. I mean, there's, yes. there's blast marks in it. Um, uh, yep. It shoots steam out. They, they the have blue sound lights. Effects. Oh, that was what I was going to tell you. You mentioned the sound effects early. Like you can be walking down the street and they'll um, they'll play a sound effect that makes it sound like a Tie Fighter flew by. Yes. You don't see it. You just but, hear it. But it literally it is, flows through the speakers, yeah. making you think it flew over yeah, you. It flew by you. Yes. Like it just went. You it's hear this kind of very crazy cool. cool effect, and you just want to look up, and and there's nothing <laughs> there. But um, it's it's the interaction was amazing. I think. Um, yeah, and the Falcon is just, it's mind-blowing. Yes, I mean, and, that and that's is, obviously just the centerpiece of the whole thing. It is something that you can do. You yes. can get in line. The highly suggested wait is 30 minutes because in the queue, there are so many Easter eggs, so much to see. And if it's flowing quickly, which happened to us a couple of times because we yep. were fortunate enough to ride it three times. Yep. You don't get you miss everything because yeah. there's so much to look at. Yeah, well, especially with the whole hacking thing, which we'll talk about. But yes, and so just, yeah, they 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 recommended we read that in advance that if it's if it's more than thirty, that's okay and that's a little long to wait. But if it's like fifteen and it's your first time, you're gonna, you're, miss, you're gonna miss a lot of stuff because yeah. the queue is so cool. It is 
very cool. Everything, yeah. and that this is the one thing that the the attention to detail yeah. in this world is unbelievable. The windows were filthy. Yeah. We even complain. We're like, we can't see anything. It's like, oh, they're meant they did to that be on dirty. Purpose. This is a this yes. is a transportation outpost. This right. is not in the desert and the forest and all that stuff. So getting in line, and obviously, if you don't have a party of six, you're going to be paired up with other people that you don't necessarily know. But everyone's so freaking happy. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. So. They pair you up in parties of six, and you're standing in a little circle, and then they send you into the waiting queue, and then they send you through another door, and then you are standing in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's, it's, I think I counted, they bring in, there's two sides, and they bring in four groups of six, mm-hmm, and that's it. At a it. time, yeah. And that's it. So you've got 24 people plus the crew walking around looking at the chessboard you're yes. on the deck of the millennium falcon it looks exactly <laughs> like the ship when you walk into the millennium falcon for the first time i didn't realize it when i walked in until i saw the gaming chessboard uh, yeah. yeah, the board. and then i said oh my god we're literally now on the millennium falcon when you see yep. those white puffy things yep. in the hallways and the walls and, yep. the walls. and so everybody's just geeking out yep. it's so exciting and then they hand you your little assignment yeah there's two pilots two engineers two gunners Gunners, correct and then we were very fortunate we got pilot all three times but we actually traded with somebody so they could experience it yeah pilot's the best it is the best i I think I, i did figure out that the engineers actually fixed the damage to the ship that was the other thing that i found out and then right. the gunners obviously shoot, and then the pilots. There's you know left, right, and up, down. Yes. So, so what's, but the walking in the cockpit was unbelievable. It, it was. It looks just exactly like the. It's movie. pretty overwhelming, and I'm not even a big Star Wars person, but it, it it's so iconic. Yeah. That you just it is you're the, so excited. Somebody said this. Somebody said this is the, and I know it's fantasy, right? But they're like, this is the most famous spaceship in the galaxy. And Absolutely. when you think of it like that, it's not just the Star Wars galaxy. Name another ship. Right. The Enterprise. Huh? Starship Enterprise. I mean, right. But I mean, like, these are, there's one or two that you would even really think of. Like, um, (laughs) you didn't think I was going to think of one, did you? No, no, no. I I just meant, (laughs) I know, of course, the Enterprise is super famous, but I mean, but it's famous by name. Like, it's right. it, it's it's one of the few things that's in pretty much every movie. I didn't right? see so. anyone getting emotional, but I will say that there was a time where I did get emotional because the level of excitement from the crowd when we were walking in, you could hear a pin, pin drop. Yeah. No one was talking. Everybody, Everybody was just absorbing around. everything. And I'd never seen that before. Apparently, there's stuff to do on the deck, by the way. Like, you know, where the chessboard is, not just sit around, but you can actually push buttons and it'll make noises. And it was crazy. It was unfortunate because it was going so quickly. It was going a little quicker. We didn't quicker. get a chance right. to we do didn't. that. They called our group almost immediately, immediately every time. So. so once you sit in the cockpit, we actually have video the first time we sat in it. We're going to post it <laughs> along with the show. I was in the Han Solo seat. Yep. And no, you were in the Han Solo seat. I was in the I was in the Chewbacca seat. Driver, yep. And it is very interactive, and it's absolutely geared toward gamers and video game players. I think it's like if you've ever been to Disneyland or any really anywhere that does it, the closest ride to it is Star Tours, which is basically a flight simulator. The huge difference is you have control. And it's so immersive because you can't even tell. You're, you lo- It looks like you're looking out a window, not right. at a screen. Like yes. It looks like you're looking out the window of the cockpit. 
and it feels like you're taking off and it gives the whole whole thing thing. the whole thing feels Mm -hmm. like it is truly a flight simulator i mean it is but the actions that they the the actions that you're required to do do light up on this thing and you have to hit them and you know you get to go into hyperdrive a couple times which is what everybody wants the best advice we got was push anything that's flashing right that was what they said yeah you were wearing a solo shirt and the the uh, hosts there were who were sending us where we needed to go said, "Oh, you know what you're doing. Yeah, we're, good, we need good. people Somebody like who you." Knows what you're, yeah, because the the theme of it is is that you're a smuggler. Well, and I, and what's great about this is they'll probably change it just like they've changed Star Tours. Oh yeah, I mean they can they'll, absolutely they'll change it up. Yeah, they'll change mm-hmm. it up. But the mission, if you've seen Solo, and I, you know. It's very much like the Kessel Run or the yes. Smuggler Run kind of thing. So you have to pick up two. Right, you have an assignment. Yes, you know, you're, you're they're looking for pilots and gunners and stuff like that to, to deliver do these the things. stuff. Right, yes. the coaxium is what they call coaxium, it. Coaxium, yes. But, but that's the mission, and and you, it, it is truly a video game. What's fun is. You can mess up really bad. Right. You get a score. Like, yes. you can crash. You can yes. um, You can do great. You can win. Yeah, okay, so we did bad. it three times. The first two times, we were terrible, and yeah. we ended up in an asteroid field. Yeah. And I read that if you're really good, you don't get the asteroid field. Yeah. And that's why the third time we did it, we did not enter we were, the asteroids. We were the bomb. We ended up straight... One to our destination yeah. so that's why they extended the end of a successful run because it's timed yeah so there's other things that, that happen sense. instead of fighting through asteroids yeah. it gives you more opportunity to enjoy yeah. the simulator so that was amazing i'm glad we did it i i don't know why anybody would think that's a terrible thing to do it was like the funnest thing it was so to do. fun well i we, loved it yeah we um and we videoed it was funny because the very first time we videoed mm-hmm. uh it lasted like 25 seconds 30 seconds because it was way more involved to fly that yeah. thing than i thought it i couldn't is. film and do it at the same time no, it was amazing though. but then we ultimately on the third one where i knew what to expect i was able to hold the phone and it's a really fun and we kicked ass too so it was yeah, really fun and the, what was great actually one <laughs> of my kids. favorite parts is the gunners were kids we and kids the engineers were their parents yes and the kids in our group are like they they're like they're cheering they're they were shooting the so guns. great they were so excited and, and in fact there's a near the end of the video is one of my favorite parts is i turn around and i it's dark right, right. but i turn around and you can kind of see their silhouettes cheering and yelling because the ride <laughs> was over but when i do that you also see all the controls yeah like, everything is around you there's nothing that doesn't look like the falcon in that i thing. just wish it's so it's cool. so fast-paced because they're trying to usher people in and out you can't really absorb so what some of the best advice i got and i did it when you get when you enter the cockpit look up because everything 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 is there and in fact um uh as you're kind of settling into the ride at uh you didn't hear it in the video that i took but the the kids are just pushing every button they can find and so you're like beep 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 it's going nuts so So the other great thing about this land is the people who are working it. Yeah. There is, because it's being basically run by the first order. Yes. Kylo Ren shows up. He dictates, Hey, we're going to be interrogating some of these people to find out if they know anything about the resistance. That's the whole theme of the thing. And that happens like every four hours, Kylo Ren comes out in front of his, a tie fighter or whatever that thing was. Yes. Because there's a life size one. Yeah. every, Every, no, when we say life size to keep in mind, Every, you're, this is real. Like, it's like this as big is, as a helicopter. Is, this is life size. This is the, they're massive ships. And he comes and, off of it's it. It's not a toy. Comes out it's, and yeah. with the smoke, and everybody loves it. Yeah. And so, 
Um, he's like, that's it. We're going to start interrogating people who are here. And so they will randomly walk up and they mostly and walk are, up yep. to, and it start, uh, stormtroopers, stormtroopers. Are everywhere. They're up on elevated yeah, they're things, watching looking everything. down, they're walking the yes. crowd. It's so awesome. Because of that, they will target certain people. Yep. They tend to target people in costume or little kids. Yep. And we witnessed several interactions with these stormtroopers or first order officers talking yep. to little children. There was one specifically, a little boy. He wasn't in costume. This is what's so great about this whole Star Wars thing. Yeah. Because I think, oh, they just got drug here. This little six-year-old kid got oh, drug no. into the into the land with his parents. And he he is approached by a first order officer, officer mm-hmm. and she starts talking to him, and yeah. he is literally refusing to even look at her. Yeah, he turns his face and he stares off into the distance, like I'm giving you none of my time at all. <laughs> and the he kid had like Coke bottle glasses. He, he was, was so serious. cute, and he was dead serious, not going to talk <laughs> to this woman. And the dad he, goes, he like shook his head a couple of times when she yeah. was asking him questions, but he was not. His dad leans down. He goes, oh, "Son, you need to talk to her." And he goes, "She's a bad guy, Dad." Yeah. No, that oh, that was at the end. So they, so he was not giving any response, and she's like, "Well, all right, well, I can't get information out of you, but can I at least get knuckles, like you know, like a yeah, fist like pump, a fist pump, fist pump?" And he goes, "Nope." That's the only word he said to her the whole time. And the dad's like, hey, you don't want to give her knuckles? And that's when he said, yes. she's a bad guy, dad. Like, yes. like dad, what's wrong with you? It was like, so why would cute. I do that? It was adorable. This is the first order. And the kid couldn't have been more than five or six, right? Maybe five. Maybe five. Yeah, he was a young kid. So and he great. loved it. And they did that a couple of times. Like, there was a little toddler, well, she might have been four, full-on Leia, yep. Leia outfit. Yep. And she's walking up. And the stormtroopers turn. And they're like, this one looks like she knows something. And they walk towards her. <laughs> Right. And then the, she turns and runs. There was one. I just happened to be videoing the uh, these two stormtroopers that were coming at us when we were kind of sitting. Mm-hmm. And some lady, like older lady, yelled, Viva la resistance. Like, like that's a thing. That's a French thing, not a Star Wars thing. But the resistance is, you know, that. And so... They, the stormtrooper goes, please calm down. And they followed her and interrogated her. They I did. thought that was hilarious. They literally pushed her into a corner they were, they on were top like, of a hill. and They, like, cornered her in and yep, started. With her I friend. was laughing. Everybody was laughing at her because she yelled that. And they, that, like, it's they not, respond. They respond and they yeah. talk and they do things. It's great. Here's one thing I noticed. Yes. That I, I told you. They never point their guns at people. Nope. They have them. Yes. They have the blasters, but they never point them. They're either holding them and like in a down position and covering the nozzle, or they're up. Yes. Now they will point at you with a finger, with a finger, but, but not they their will weapon. never point their weapon, which I thought it's, was that's really really cool because you don't yes. want kids scared of that stuff. So no, my God. Um, I mean they they don't see it the same way, but you still you don't, you don't want them. Hey, freeze! You know hey, you can't you know have what? that going on. A lot on, of those so. kids believed yeah. that they were real. Yeah, you so. could see it, and they they look real, guys. By the way, oh, like, I, like oh, yeah. everything about this, you could shoot a Star Wars movie at this place. In fact, for the more hardcore fan, I will tell you that the outpost will remind you of um, like a Moss Eisley, which is in the very first Star Wars where the cantina was, or actually, to me, it was more like Jedha, which is in the Solo movie. Um, I mean, Rogue One, it's in Rogue One, uh, which is kind of, again, this first order controlled outpost. So you'll totally see it when you're there, that it's very similar to that kind of thing. 
Well, the uh, moving on, yeah. we saw a lot of stuff, but yes. there's also this really cool interactive thing that you can do if you have your phone with you and you have oh, yeah. the Disney app. It's the Play app, correct? Yeah, so it's the Disney Play app that, yes. that you use throughout the park, but it's a little different inside of Star Wars land, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. So essentially you would click on it and there's a thing called a data pad and you just do the play app and you push the button and it loads this what feels like a data pad it doesn't look like a disney app anymore and you you can make your own character you can earn credits you can get missions you can uh, get text messages from people to go hey go do this go to this antenna and hack into it and mm-hmm. you literally if you're close enough to it so it's kind of like again it's like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter world where if you have one of those wand. interactive wands, there's like 10 or 12 spots where you can go and do little things and it'll react. I think there were, I mean, like more than 50. Like there's For a what? lot oh, like this of thing? hacking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's stuff everywhere. everywhere. Every wall, every droid you can hack. Um, that that's not the ones you make that the yeah. display ones, um, the antennas, uh, you can, you know, um, like if, if you hack enough, if, if enough people hack, in a certain period of time, and they give it either to the resistance or the first order, you actually win. Oh, that's like, cool! Like, like you're collecting that information, that's and awesome. so and they do things too. You can tell they light up. They yeah, they light noise. up. They make noise. Yes, um, I they, did they shoot that. steam. They, the little you know, droids will move. And then, right. So that's that's the assignments and stuff. You can get jobs. So you go to very specific areas. There are um, what is essentially a Star Wars version of a QR code everywhere yeah so there's these little codes on every box or container you possibly see and if you scan it you get the stuff inside so you can get <laughs> new clothing you can get weapons you can that's really you know cool. and so and and that's not even a ride that's just walking around yeah. so yes. i thought that part was really really cool i saw um, mostly dads doing that yeah well it's, it's a, a of, little involved because you saw can a get a lot of dads yeah. walking around with their phone and standing yeah. in, standing in corners of random buildings yeah. just standing there looking well, i'm like what are you guys doing over there oh they're hacking an antenna here's what i will tell you it's not very conducive when you only have four hours well, no, right? of because, course not. Because when it's you've got four taste. hours and you want to it's get in the cantina in the Millennium Falcon, yes. you're not going to walk around right. and do hacking all day. That's right. dumb. But, but it is a cool thing. And I wonder if cool. does it save the data so when you go back, will yeah. it still be there? Yeah. See? In fact, I looked, awesome. at it, I looked at it the other day and it told me uh, from here. And it told me how many credits I had, but it told me I wasn't I wasn't in the land, so I couldn't use it. Well, what's cool is, I mean, think about the diehards who who have, like, the passport, and yeah. they're going to show up, like, every weekend. There's going to be rankings listed somewhere, you know it, I, of people who are, like, hardcore, yeah. you know, in it. And it's going to be cool. You're yes. going to hate it because you can't be a part of it. I know you. <laughs> you're going to be mad because you, you're not anyway, going to do it a, as much. Anyway, it's a cool feature to do. It's a massive park. And, it's really and, neat. And there's stuff at every corner to do. You're not just walking around and, you know. Right. Waiting for some parade to go through or something. It's very different. So it wouldn't be a land if there wasn't food and beverage. Of course. And everything in this land is modified to be not earthly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's it's uh, actually uh, that was the other thing that Datapad did. By the way, is, is the completely different language and alphabet yes. there. I mean, obviously everybody speaks speaks English, but all the signage, everything. I mean, if it was an urgent sign, it was. You know, in you English. can read it, but, it, but uh, you know, you like I was, we were in the queue and I saw these letters and so I opened up the data pad and it's got a translator in there. So you can type in the letters and I go, oh, it says caution. You know, like there's, <laughs> like if you, if you have time in line, there's things you can do and you can translate this that's stuff. Really so, cool. was, so yeah, that's the, but, but yes, that's very, it's very immersive. The only thing that 
wasn't a pre that you couldn't order on your mobile app because every every food or beverage you could actually pre-order on your app and walk yep. up and pay yep. mobily yep. was the main there was a restaurant there but the first thing we did was there's a milk stand yep and um it's blue or green milk yep. and as you explained to me blue milk is from the very first movie yeah, from new, well from episode four which is the first movie in 77 and new hope the big joke was that the blue milk is from a scene where Luke's a kid and he's having breakfast and he's literally pouring himself a glass right. of blue milk. And so, so there's yeah. I the, the the problem is is that everyone's in character. So when you ask them what it tastes like, yeah, they're not real helpful. Yeah. So ultimately, somebody goes, "Well, what does that mean?" And I heard, and he goes, "It's kind of like." tropical orange <laughs> yeah like he was trying to explain yeah, it Yeah, because they don't want to it was funny yeah that and that happened to us a couple of times right. where, where it was like now they do have descriptions of what the things are i yeah. mean you know um like my favorite one was that first thing we got the ronto wrap and yes and and this it was a it's a it's really just like a pork sausage in a in a in a tortilla kind of thing right but what was funny is that uh, this person in front of me um, and we'll get back to the blue milk. But the person in front of me said, what's it made of? And the guy goes, Ronto. <laughs> like, that's the animal. Like, in fact, there's a whole, there's a robot roasting Ronto Rontos. out in the front of they're the stand. They're super bloated looking yeah. crocodiles. Yeah, and they make them look like they're rotisserie, right? Yes. Like, like it, it. so when the guy asked and the guy told me it was made out of Ronto, I was laughing my ass You're like, off. Well, because, how the hell do we... <laughs> what is that? Right. And so. <laughs> so anyway, so blue milk. Yeah, so I said, well, I don't want anything orange, so let's just get the blue one and yeah. see what it tastes like. Yeah. So we order blue milk. 8.1 credits, please. Yeah, yeah, she's like, 8.16 credits, please. Yeah, because and, it's and, not And here's dollars. your transcript. Yeah, hold on to your, your transcript. And so we get it, and I had heard it's like a rice coconut. It's, it's a coconut milk. rice mixture. Coconut water rice milk thing. Yep, yep. So no one is no going dairy. to no one gets sick on it. It's not milk at all, yeah. Right, it's dairy-free. So I take a sip, and it is legit melted blue sweet tarts it's super sweet that's exactly what it tastes like except it's cold yes and so it's a little chalky it's a little thick it's not even like milkshake thickness it's this i can't really describe the consistency yeah it's uh, it isn't pleasant not to me i mean it's a novelty and i'm glad we did it and they're small too it's not like you get a giant slurpy size it was like an eight ounce cup yeah it was i thought it was a lot i we couldn't finish it yeah but well, we're everybody's going to do it for the experience of, of doing it. Of course they and, are. And, and I'm not saying not get it. I'm just yeah. saying I didn't like it. Yeah, I would it get the green sweet. one next time just to try it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm done trying blue milk <laughs> or green milk. I don't want to do But the Ronto wrap was good, actually. I thought that was okay. I personally didn't like it, but I, I also, like it. it was, basically the Ronto wrap was a very uh, long Polish kielbasa sausage Yeah, it was spicy, thing. though. It was spicy. And then it was wrapped in, I assume it was some kind of turkey or meat. Oh, I didn't see um, that. I didn't know. So and I, then I, a cabbage, and then like it was all wrapped in a pita pocket. Yeah, that like was thing. it. Pita, not tortilla. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah, it was. It's very protein rich, which is good yeah. because you need that yep. less carbs, whatever. And then, of course, they have Sprite and Coke products. Yeah, in the special bottles. And then they're little round softballs. Yeah, they're uh, they are, um, they beverage. look kind of like a thermal detonator from the yes. from the movie. And, so. and people were waiting in very long lines yeah. to purchase. But these. every and all the bottles have um, the lettering. Yes, from the, even the from Dasani water. Everything, everything had that lettering on it. So in yes. fact, I'd never brought home. 
a garbage. can or garbage, basically, and we did this time because you can <laughs> yes. only get them there. So, so Docking Bay Seven is an actual sit-down restaurant yes. in the middle yep. of this uh, Black Spire outpost. Yes. There was a line, of course, of course, and we walked in. Everything is, of course, alien, so yeah. <laughs> you don't really know what you're getting, but you kind of get the impression this is chicken, this is vegetable. Yeah, they, and they had descriptions of them, yes. but they literally refer to them as, you know, yubnub ribs or whatever so they're called. It was so like, it, was like, <laughs> it was like tip yip. Tip yip, that was it. That's and what I had. there was a cute couple in front of us, and he was like hardcore Star Wars guy, yeah. and I said, what is that, yip yip? They made fun of me for like 10 minutes. (laughs) They're like, yip, 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 yip. That's what she said. And I was like, all right, enough, enough. Enough. But you did order the rib and then I I ordered a a salad. So when we received them, everything is recyclable, not recyclable, actually. It's reusable. So we got everything is in metal, everything. And so I thought, it's authentic, oh, man. do we get I to mean, keep it's... this? Because it's like metal. Yeah. It's a metal spork. But no, it's you turn it in and they wash it. Yeah. So uh, and the, it, the flavor was good. The lighting's a little dark, so you can't really tell. But everything looks gray. Yeah. Everything looks great, but it tasted great. And you know what I loved about it? Everything had spice. Yeah. Everything, Everything had lots of flavor. I really Everything loved it. Everything we ate had lots of flavor. Good or bad, it had lots of flavor. I didn't like that I would take up a, pick up a fork full of food and I couldn't tell what it was and I ate it. I was like, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> they did a good job. But that was that. the point. Yeah. Is that it's not people. It's not human food. Yeah. It's alien food. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Kids are going to love it. Yeah. It was a lot of cauliflower, quinoa, chicken, but it all was so different. They definitely spent some time. Yes. I mean, even that, well, we'll talk about it in a minute, but even the bar snacks were totally different. I hated them. But yes. So uh, with with that in mind, one of the things you can do is go to the only place in Disneyland where you can have alcohol, which is Oga's Cantina. Yep. And we had to make a reservation and they even said, don't, don't count on it. Yeah. We'll try to get you in. So I think that's yeah, going to stay. If they continue to do that that to. way and you're going to visit, get a reservation the first time you walk in. You don't have to do it multiple times, but if you can get it, you need to experience that cantina. Yes. It is yes. iconic Star Wars. Iconic. It was so neat. So we we were eating our weird food mm-hmm. and we got the text that said, oh, you're time to get in line for the cantina. We dropped everything, ran yep. to the cantina got in line and they limit the line. They yeah. don't let it go well, past a certain want, point because they, they don't want to wind right, it down right. the street. So we were in our little line. They did a good job. Walk in. Everything is alien. Yep. Nothing is human. And so, although you can, oh, thank God they use brand name alcohol. Yeah. Like no, Tito's sure. and Malibu. Rum. No, I mean, you know what you're getting. Hendrix gin, things the, of that nature. The DJ is DJ Rex. He is the old robot from the, from star tours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know yeah, that. He, so right now in the, in the new star Wars, star tours, C3PO is driven and that's been for years, but the original robot it's that kind of robot right he, he was... so we sat down a guy came up the, it's a two drink max mix, maximum. maximum yep 45 minute maximum visit that's what they did at the time yeah. so i ordered a rum thing and it came with like dry ice in it <laughs> yeah, it was fizzing up you ordered a commemorative cup uh it, basically it, a mai tai it was a mai tai in a in a really nice cool heavy mug that had the Ceramic whole Endor had the Endor yes. scene around and there's it. A, there's a non-alcoholic version of yeah. course there's a lot of non-alcoholic that, beverages the porg or whatever that there was a is. cool co- collective thing if you wanted to order because there's a beer, beer in sampler, there yep. so there was a, there's a lot of options yeah. and so just for the sake of tasting it we ordered the Batu snacks 
Yes. The, the yeah. They were terrible. Terrible. It was lots of wasabi peas, yeah. and it was like that Japanese snack every, mix. Every, with yeah, other it was kind of like that, but it was meant to look weird. Like, like <laughs> I mean, it was weird. This is not your peanuts and I you shared know, it pretzels. with. There were two other people with us, uh, it, it, not with us, but in the booth with us. And I said, which here. we got a booth, which was also lucky because yeah, they told us to we get. wouldn't get. It, so. Um, I'm like here, here, guys, and they're poking <laughs> it. They're like poking it with a stick, going, "What is this?" And I said, "I don't know, man, but just try hey, it." Hey, you know, when in Rome. Right, but I yeah. wanted to try everything. For so, sure. uh, the cantina was an amazing experience. I'm so glad we Super did that because I don't know how it's going to be once reservations are over. It's yeah. going to be really hard. It's going to be one of those things where it's like a fast pass where you're going to get your reservation for four o'clock. So you're going to go off to the Disneyland and, and yep. live your life and come back at four and get in line. Yeah, I think I'm, that's what. That's it's going what I'm to be. hearing is that the land itself might need a fast pass, yes. right? So like, it's not even about. Like, okay, you get to come back. Cause, so what they did, and this makes more sense, is that we had colored wristbands. So they actually knew. Like, like if we stayed past our four hours, right. which we didn't, yeah, but but if we had stayed past our four hours, we couldn't have got on, on a ride. Yeah, they said um, they you don't out. let you buy anything. And by the way, they didn't let you buy more than one of anything. No, you could not um, buy multiples of yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, they were really controlling that. So, but it was. It was just so there was a guy that I saw an interview with and he, his quote was and I saw it on a video. Um, his quote was it not only beat my expectations, it beat my hopes. Yeah, and I thought that that was a cool way of saying it because I, I expected a lot. I wasn't looking to be critical or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I just walked in and I went, wow, <laughs> like, wow, I yeah. was really I was just really blown away by the amount of detail. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but even in the cantina, there were blast marks in the walls. I did not. Like, I mean, they, they, everything, little things like that. Like, so shit's gone down in this bar. (laughs) Yes. This is a, this is a space cantina. I get it. You know, so I I, I just was really, I I think what I, my, my overall thought on it is this, is that it, Star Wars is a universal thing. Everybody loves it. The prices are are going to be affordable for international travelers. Yep. Is the way I look at it. I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of complaints about the price tags of a lot of the stuff in there because mm-hmm. it is not. It's a hundred bucks or or more. Anything worth having or doing is very pricey mm-hmm. for the average family of four. But. If you're a diehard, you can't get this anywhere else. Right. You're going to do it. No, and the, I mean, they're going to open do one in, uh, I think, later this year in Florida. Florida, yes. But, I I mean, they spent 4 or $5 billion to get rights to Star Wars. They yes. spent a billion dollars on this park, and they're going to make every cent of that back I cannot, very quickly. I cannot wait until the, the rest of the land is open yeah because rise of the resistance yes. or something like that i think is the rise other of the resi- ride it's the ride, ride. Which, i don't even i have a concept of what the i don't ride either is, it's probably oh, who, who knows but i know gonna, it's kylo ren related it's gonna open up more yeah. and i think they said it's gonna balance out the yeah. first order and the resistance feel of the whole land which is gonna be super cool because from what i've read is there will be a resistance entrance and a first order ah, entrance and that's why there's two entrances that's cool they even toyed with having a separate entrance into disney Disneyland straight into Star Wars land. Which they could do because it's on the back side right. Right by the freeway. Apparently yeah. they've let that go. Yeah. They don't want to do I, that. That would, that would be dumb. Be a nightmare. I do that. Yeah. A nightmare. And so, I, of course, everyone's concern is the crowds. I think you're right. I think it's going to be like Cars Land where you're going to walk in and you're going to fast pass. And if you don't get it, you're not getting it that day. Yeah. I, that's the only way to limit yeah. mobs of people trying right. to get in there. Right. I was pretty excited about going, but I like Star Wars, so it was I was an easy target for that. But I was still 
it it takes a lot to impress a hardcore fan. Yeah. And I have not heard, literally not heard a single I have any negative either. thing about it. I, I, I mean, if hope... it is, it's pricing or it's this or it's well, that. Well, that's but that's but that's like going like, to a like, fancy restaurant and going. Well, it was like nice, not even but the, it was like expensive. not even the bags say Disneyland. Like like no, it, the only the only edge. evidence of Disneyland in the whole thing is at the bottom of your transcripts. It's your receipts. It so does say Disneyland. Disneyland on it, and that's who charges. But man, what a great job! Yes. Very excited, and thank you for taking me. By oh, the way, oh, you're welcome. That was my fiftieth birthday present. I couldn't have thought of a better <laughs> thing to do. So. Um, that, that I was, did do the really Spock cool. hand <laughs> for our photos. Oh, that was pretty funny, actually. We were taking yes. our picture and, and under a May the Force Be With You sign. In Disneyland. And, the, and Disneyland. And the photographer was the like, Spock was thing. like, okay, stick your hand out and do the Force. And you did the Live Long and Prosper Spock hand. Yes. And, and she was like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and yes. took your picture, so... Though no one will see those photos. No one will see those photos. It's funny. I posted, obviously, we have tons of photos and video. And I'm sure. Yeah, we'll definitely post some stuff. Yeah, with your approval, maybe we'll have the Ugly Truth post it. Yes. And 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 then we'll share. We'll we'll post an album and a video of our experience in the Star Wars land. Yeah. And and listen, we didn't talk about it at the beginning, but the reason that we didn't really say anything about, oh, there's spoilers, it doesn't matter. Like all this stuff that we just told you, like, it won't, tip, it won't affect your tips, experience some, at but all. But it will not impact your... It will not take away from your experience no. at all. I will tell you, there is. if you're a fan, there is nothing like the door sliding open to the cockpit oh, of the I know. Millennium Falcon. It's true. I mean... Just nuts. Like, it yeah. was so great. I'm really Stoked. excited for it to open completely, and yeah. I'm really curious to see how they manage the crowds. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, they're really um, interesting. they're pulling out all the stops yes. to make sure that this, this gets crowd-controlled because they know... They know the, the craze. The next time so. we visit, there won't be the reservation system. So I'm looking forward to going when it's dark yeah, so we I can see a, all the that lights. That is probably the one down. I mean, that and not doing the lightsaber were probably yeah. the only two. If I had to wish we had had more time, that we would. Well, have. luckily, I, I think that we were very lucky to experience something new at Disneyland because once you've gone, yeah. it's not new anymore. Yeah. So the fact that we were to experience something brand new. In our lives, yep. and this land will be here long after we're gone. Oh, for sure. I assume. Yep. Then we can always go back. Yeah, and we'll have no, plenty of time. And, we can and, fight and the I, masses and, and with sure, everybody else. And I'm sure we will. What was that one comment you saw today? I plan to go in 2030 when the crowds. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. listen, I mean, so although, five stars, five stars. Oh, for sure. With that being said. I'm glad we reviewed it. Yeah. I'm glad you loved it. Loved I it. loved watching you love it, which we talked about. <laughs> which I think was my favorite part is you, you were so happy for me. That was really cool. I was happy for everyone there. Yeah. yeah there were sure. so many people who were like, this was their heaven. Yeah. They didn't, they couldn't even get enough of it. It was so great. For me, it was wonderful, but I, and I'm jealous that there are people that have this passion because yeah. I don't have that passion for Star Wars like you guys do. But it's really fun to watch. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. So It was great. Yes. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you're interested in listening to our podcast, it's me and my sister doing The Ugly Truth every Wednesday and Sunday. New shows. Thank you. May the force be with you. Welcome to an Ugly Extra podcast. It is Jamie of the Ugly Truth with producer Dub. Hello. And Tyler 
my son, but also from the podcast Film Class Middle Class. You did it wrong right out of the gate. (laughs) We just told you what it was called. Wait, Tyler, tell us, tell us. Hey guys, uh, Middle Class Film Class host here, Tyler. All right. Yes. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. That's actually my fault because I tried to mess you up. You did. Um, we are here this evening. We are moments out of the theater. We just saw Star Wars 9. Mm-hmm. Oh the Rise God. of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. We all have our opinions. We all have our, uh, our thoughts on the process. So initially y'all didn't want to do it because there's a lot to absorb. Now, I am not like you guys. I'm not... A super uh, critical film person like Tyler over here with his uh, film review podcast where they really break it down. We're going to right brain, left brain this thing, he and I. Producer producer Dub has a different perspective on the Star Wars franchise because he has been seeing these films since he was seven years old in the movie theater. So this is a nostalgic, emotional, a little more emotional. You've read all the books, the canon all of the extras that go in the Star Wars world. So you have a different perspective. And then I'm a girl who (laughs) likes Star Wars, and I do enjoy it, but I am not as critical nor as nostalgic. So it'll be an interesting breakdown of how we felt about this movie. So how? what's the overall general feeling of the movie is this. I enjoyed it. Uh I was not confused. Uh, It definitely... I thought it was going to be more predictable than it was. I was surprised by a couple of things, which was great. We're going to try to not do spoilers, but there's spoilers. It's going to there's going to be spoilers. It subverted your expectations. I would say that it was exactly what I expected <laughs> for for the franchise, and it's not a negative for me. For me, that's not a negative. Tyler, are you saying it's negative? Good. Um... So, you know that GIF, I don't know if you guys know this GIF, there's a GIF on the internet where it has the high school football player saying, well, they got me in the first half, <laughs> and it's usually a response to, like, something really cool, like, in the beginning, right. and then they just, like, they just kill it in the end in a bad way. Yes. Um, so... That's how I feel. They had me in the first half. You thought now that's interesting because most people hated the first half. Uh, no, I no. The first half was uh, was great. What what? Okay, and honey, producer Dub, what do you think? Uh, oh, what was your overall feeling about it? The the one thing that I think I've read so far that I actually agree with and and came from somebody who actually is like same age as me, is a Star mm-hmm. Wars nut, things like that. I didn't agree with his overall, like, the fact that he even went online and reviewed it. It's like, you spent 40 years of your life watching these movies. Right. To me, there's these... Well, let me take a step back. There's two ways for me to look at this. One is, like, I have a friend uh, who the only two Star Wars... And he's older than me. And the only Mm -hmm. two Star Wars movies he's seen is the very first one and Rogue One, which he had the audacity to go online and say how he didn't understand the (gasps) plot. Of course you didn't understand the fucking plot. It's Rogue One. If you don't know anything about Star Wars, Rogue One makes no No sense sense to you whatsoever. Like, you saw the worst movie to see if you've never seen another Star Wars movie. Interestingly, though, Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars films of all time. I'm not talking about the quality of it. I'm aware. It literally is a mini story within a mini story within a story of the canon, Mm -hmm. and you've seen nothing else, and, and 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 you go online and you say, I didn't get it. It was a bold move on Disney's part to release that movie. Uh, You know what? You can't see that and not have seen the original Star Wars. Like, it's very very confusing. Anyway, 
So I guess there's these two camps, right? There are people that are, you know, movie people and, and things like that. And to me, um, and this is, take it for what it's worth, there has never been a, a bad Star Wars movie for me. For you. I yeah. don't look at them that way. Right. Did I, I, I've never walked out of a movie theater seeing a Star Wars movie and didn't like it or hated it. Right. Like even the Jar Jar Binks shit. I don't care. <laughs> like I enjoy them. If I walk out, because I don't look at them critically, I look at them like, did it move the canon? Was the action good? Do I care about or give a shit about the characters? I am incapable. And maybe that's why I didn't want to do this show originally. Because I, I told you on the way home, I I was not comfortable with the... I had this gut feeling that I don't want to sit here and talk about whether it was good or not. Because, well, because I don't give it. a crap. Like, right. it can't right. be bad to me. Well, see, so. that's, that's kind of how I am, too. But... I also thought it would be really interesting having three very different perspectives on the Star Wars franchise sit and talk about this movie. Now, for me, it's very emotional. I absolutely cried. Um, but that's because Chewbacca was mourning the loss of Princess Leia. Yeah. And and I when that happened, I started weeping. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the part of me. When where animals I, are sad in movies, it's bad. Can I just say, <laughs> first of all. They they tricked us into thinking that Chewbacca got killed, yeah. and then he did it. Now, to me, I was like, there is no way. It was a little to too easy it was for a him little to die obvious. that way. Yeah, there like, was no way, although... It wasn't dramatic enough for a character that's been, you know, from years. day one. Right? Although I will say that a year ago they said, no, be prepared. This is going to be a dark film. And I thought they're going to kill everybody. The Millennium Falcon's going to die. You know, it's going to go you know away. That I, might happen if if Johnson directs. Uh, yeah. There's no way that happens when J.J. Abram directs. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I don't know about what you feel about that, but there's no say, question. Uh, that... If they were saying this was going to be the darker movie of the three, that that was a uh, incorrect assumption. Correct. I think. Agreed. I did not like The Last Jedi at all, but what I did appreciate was that it wasn't afraid to be um, risky, mm-hmm. and it was executed in the wrong what? way, but... But was it risky, though, Tyler, or was it just risky in comparison to other Star Wars movies? It, yeah, it yeah. was risky. Like, like not comp- not and, in the field of risky movies. And but... not even in lore-wise, just yeah. in filmmaking-wise yeah. and, like, do, being in a continuity yeah. aspect. That's where it was risky. As far as the lore goes, uh, I mean, it was expected. It, here's what I didn't like about the movie, because there was something. Oh, Is okay. this This should have been... Two separate movies or one four-hour movie. Really? Yeah, in my mind, yeah. because I think that I I felt like I felt like we were like you liked the first half, and I didn't. I again, I don't. Right. I liked all of it, so I'm fine with it. But the one thing that I thought about the first half, I was like, shit, we are in, we are in it, and I feel like I've been watching it for ten minutes. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like the buildup of the whole pal the Palpatine thing and all that was there. Yeah. It was like he was in the first five minutes of the movie. That was weird to me. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't it jarring. didn't feel yeah. it didn't feel like build up to it like like, like how I did thought. Even get so, there? Like and and, and I think it's because it. they needed to nine was it, man. Because yeah. because again, if you go back to the last movie, it was a long movie that didn't make a ton of progress in the storyline. Yeah. I think if 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 Abrams not to blame Johnson, but if but if Abrams decides to do all three and and from the beginning knows where they want to go with all three, these all feel more paced out. I feel like at the end of the day, while Last Jedi was what it was, it took longer for Last Jedi to get a shorter amount of time mm-hmm. than this movie did. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. if they were both yeah. the same length, 
I feel like the third one had to cover everything because this there was a definite we have to end it here. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it true. felt like it was so. And this is the one thing that I would say everybody's saying about the movie, whether you like it or don't like it so far, mm-hmm. is it's a lot. There was a, a lot, a was lot. going on. You, they, you definitely had to consume a lot of plot points very yeah. quickly. And I think the other thing that I um, I watched this wrong. Oh. Um, because I watched it with the nostalgia in mind and wanted to catch all the things that mm. connected to the other movies rather than really kind of watching it for itself and mm-hmm. i think that the first time you watch it you should watch it for yourself and then go back and try and sure. catch all the little things sure. because again if we're in spoiler land like yeah. i told you my absolute favorite thing like that seemed very inconsequential yeah but chewy getting a medal at the end oh yeah is a big deal because if you've watched the very first movie that was back in the 70s that was the thing we did was like why didn't fucking chewy get a medal yeah, like han and, han and luke got a medal but <laughs> she didn't give him a medal and then of course she princess leah wants chewy to have this medal after she dies like i think yeah. that's amazing and it's like this eight millisecond portion like of the movie been a little bit more for right and there like been, yeah i mean i, see what you're I saying. think i it was interesting though i predicted nothing correctly about the movie i didn't either until we were in the movie like okay. i was catching it wasn't a lot. I mean, the only thing that's you really catch shocking. Catch on really fast. The, the, catch the, on really fast. Well, like yeah. I knew that was Lando. I knew yeah. it was like I could. I was Question. catching and, and moving quickly, but I am curious. except for the Palpatine. I am curious, Tyler. Were you like me the second that she used her Force so severely that blue lightning came out of her hand that she was a Palpatine? Uh, well, I because he's the I, only other character who's ever done. I, ar- I already predicted that. Oh, did you? That, See, I hadn't heard going that. into the movie. I was like, okay, like she's obviously not a Skywalker because knowing J.J. Abrams and his filmmaking style, he always does like the obvious, subverting <laughs> yeah. your expectations. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, so, so you you had a feeling she was Palpatine before the lightning came out of her hand. No, like when I was walking into the theater, I full, oh. <laughs> I was fully prepared to find that. And then when I did find that, I was like, oh, my God. OK, which uh, so I agree with you is that the universe of Star Wars, like the stories, like because I've read the books, like I've read the comics, uh, like I'm into the world of Star Wars And so, in a way, I agree with you that I've not seen a bad Star Wars movie, but I would have to say the Disney trilogy really makes it hard for me not to enjoy it because I think, I just, I I feel like there is much more legitimate world building in Mm. the prequels. Although, so I'm not, I'm not defending the prequels in any way as... As if my listeners are listening, I'm not defending the prequels, <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate the world building in it, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the uh, like. The, there was a set universe before Disney bought it, and then I feel like that kind of went out the window in this movie in a way. Okay, if we're in spoiler land, we Anakin are. did not show up in this movie, I and that was the I whole was point of the saga. Like, I yeah, was, we he's... heard his voice saying. Do what I did and bring balance to the forest, but it, th- that and it's that line in itself, like 
He did not bring balance to the yeah, force. I feel like bringing Darth back would have been almost like well, but it would have been at that point just fucking have Jar Jar come in the movie. But too. it would have like, been it's just like like it would have been. Um, but Anakin to me, was the chosen one. Anakin was the chosen one. He, he was the one that went to the dark. But side. there isn't one, just one chosen one. Well, right, it doesn't Palpatine work that way. Him, there though. are cycles that come to this, right? So yeah. interestingly, so, as far as the canon goes, will they? Was there ever discussion that Palpatine had offspring? Uh-uh. So no, no well, not whole... certain. Definitely not in the movies. No, no, no. I don't no. recall I don't mean the mo- anything I don't in the books the or, or anything like that 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 it's, that ever happened. No, it's not. But, but you know what? Series. It was one of those things. This this was one of those things where it was like, it was a, here's the thing. You knew that she had relatives, obviously, that had the Force, obviously, and yes. The only one, that's why it was kind of like, God damn it, when I saw it, because it was like, I really obvious. should have known it, because it would would have been way obvious that if, if there was some kind of connection and she ended up being the long lost sister of Ben or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like connection to the end, the title of the movie, it was all misdirection, right? Like, because yeah. the reality was, is that, and here's the thing, this is the thing that I, I definitely did not like, is I wanted them to give me more time to figure out she was a Palpatine. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like when she did the lightning, if to I had me, had even 15 minutes of movie time, I'd have been like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Right? It but was it, so it was fast. almost like they did it, and then two minutes later, she was that, you're a Palpatine. Told, it's like, ever, God damn it. Yeah. Let me figure that out for myself, or freaking, at least try to. Freaking stupid Finn, who still doesn't have a real job. He's, he's, <laughs> co-chair, like he's co-chairing a job Still okay, to that, this day, he knew she was a Palpatine. So that 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 well, they found out, right? They they didn't. He they said didn't, Leia knew, and I'm like, how do you know? You you don't you dork. Luke, you don't even Luke, have a job. Luke, Luke said that. Well, it's annoying. Yeah. So yeah. there was a couple of things. Um, okay, so if this, you know so, what this movie would have been, this would have been the good sequel to The Force Awakens. Right. See, this would have been good. Like they could have. If they, they had split this up into eight and nine, with a little bit of the Last Jedi storyline in it, the Last Jedi could have been the second plot in Empire. Right, right. Like I think they had it all set up. So here's the, here's the thing that I they will say. It. If I if I mean if I'm being <laughs> since we're on a review kind of yeah. motif, yeah. the definite thing that stuck out to me was that one. We never resolved Finn's feelings for Ray. Right. He started to say oh something God, when he's sinking right. in the he, sand and never... then never reapproached it. He asked him, what did oh you say? God. But they never actually finished it. I even. And I thought it. for yeah, sure heard... at the end when they did the group hug, he I thought for it. sure there was going to be something. But no, nothing. They just left it wow, there. Wow. Yeah. So Finn never really gets resolved in terms of his relationship. No. Um, but, um, it, but they set up so many... There, there were so many potential mates for him, and it was very clear that she was pair bonded with Kylo Ray. Yeah. She was Kylo never Ren. Uh, Ren. Kylo she, Ren. Hey, that's their couple name. <laughs> Kylo Ray. Yeah, that's Kylo like Benefer. Benefer. Um, yeah. Well, although, and I do. I mean, look, I love that Harrison Ford was in it. Uh, I love yeah. that the symbolic death of Kylo Ren came and went. I loved all of that part. Yeah. I wish that we had been able to see a little more redemption. <laughs> Outside of the final battle, it was pretty here's, immediate. Though here's what yeah. I will tell you, and I, Tyler, you weren't in the because Tyler, you went, he went by himself, uh, met us there, but on the ride back, I, it, we barely got out of the parking lot, and I was like, Malia, did you know Malia, our daughter, mm-hmm. was there too? Did you notice the the Harry Potter connections? Oh yeah, because one, um, 
parents sacrificed themselves. The, the parents, her parents sacrificed themselves <laughs> to keep them away from the bad guy, which is essentially what Harry Potter's parents did with with him. Yeah. And then, and then, oh if if and was sent to live with some terrible person, right, right, right? exactly. Right. And then if, wow. and then, and then, the last and battle. then this one was more more obvious is when. Um, uh, ben Solo and uh, Ray are in front of the uh, Palpatine, and he starts sucking their life out like yep. a Death Eater. I'm like, that one was <laughs> Even obviously, with the hood. yeah, Even with the exactly. I was like, and, and the, the special effect was yeah. even Death Eater. They were getting life sucked out of them, and I know that's the storyline, but I was like, there's literally two glaring Harry Potter connections actually, in the movie. I actually thought the the final battle between with her with the two lightsabers and his lightning. I thought that was like Harry Potter. I, I was model. actually I was actually a teeny bit disappointed that he dissolved. Yeah. I wanted her to do the thing. Whoosh, oh, cut his cut head, his off, head off. Just like yeah. um just like do uh, do, uh Dooku. Uh, Dooku. Yeah. Interesting. Cuz that would have been the connection cuz Palpatine was at that too, right? right? He was the one that made that happen. Um, well, I mean, anyway. and okay, obviously we're breaking it down and we're being pseudo critical, but overall, I have to say that I enjoyed it. I did get emotional because I was eight when I went and saw Star Wars with my father at mm-hmm. the time. Um, so I, I do agree that there will be people who will just absolutely fillet this thing to death. They'll hate it. They'll think it. nobody got whatever. It was politically incorrect. Whatever. They always come up with a million reasons you know, why it's You know, it's the bad. lesbian kiss near but, the end. But, yes. <laughs> they, did, they did that to, to keep people, you know, satisfied. You know but what? At the end of the day, this, it is, was a very block, girl this, is, a, this is a blockbuster movie. Yeah. It's got... Um, I will say the one thing that that Disney has definitely done since getting a hold of Star Wars is they've marveled it and they've yeah. and they've Star Wars Marvel. Right. Yeah. They've done those things to those movies. What, but I think that um, I mean, did you know, you, what did, did you what did you like about it, Tyler? Like, so you had other than like the something. first half. OK, so well, even in the first half. So, yeah. So what I what I did like about it was in the first half it did it built upon a lot of uh just new ideas for a star wars universe like quest yes what have yes. you you know like i think finding the uh compasses for the sith planet was really interesting like yeah. that yeah. whole sequence of them finding those compasses were was engaging there's the writing was if, uh, the the writing was really questionable in a lot of scenes. Like it felt really forced. It didn't feel. I agree. It didn't. No really, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Um, the writing didn't feel super quality. But it actually, you know, it's funny. Is I thought the more dramatic scenes were the outstanding parts of the I movie. Agree. Not like the comedic reliefs yeah. in like the whole normal life well, humor. Like I didn't like that, but the whole dramatic mm-hmm. scenes well, were really, my, really good. Were really good. Um, and that's actually something, honestly, the only, the common thread in the early movies with uh, um, the originals, so four, five, and six, right? Is the really the comic relief was the droids and Han Solo and Chewbacca. That has been the case 
And by, by, I don't call them, I don't mean they're not dramatic, but if you were going to get the zingy type of one-liners, yeah. and the fact is is that, for the most part, the actors in the new set, they, they don't pull it off nearly as well. Like well, they, 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 just don't, they, they just don't pull it off. The as, original, as, yeah, the original Star Wars, like, that was ad-libbed, and you had the charisma mm-hmm. of Harrison Ford. Right. And okay. it, was, it was just, it was just the t- sign of the times, you know? Like, it was just, you know, it was just this crew so, of people making... Star Wars in the seventies. It wasn't this Disney billion but dollar machine. But it is. But it you. is. But it is you. a lot of of of. There's a distinct difference in the acting quality in all of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. It feels scrappy in the original ones, right? Mm-hmm. So like. I thought Billy D. Williams was fucking fantastic in this movie. He didn't have a lot, but I he thought he was, was cool hilarious. as a cucumber, and he was awesome, and he pulled off the humor, right? Yeah, because, or the drama. Because or, he's a good actor. Like one of the um one of my favorite scenes. I thought in, Adam Driver, by the way, was just amazing. He you know Everything what? He, did, he, I he was it. better in this movie I than he him. was originally in Kyler Ren. He had like eight he, words he, to say, but it didn't matter. No, he was so good. He was, he was he was definitely better. He, I well, Adam Driver is a, a really good actor. God, he's so exceptional. And, the th- and the thing is, though, is I think, uh, well, Adam Driver's career can't be scathed by any <laughs> no. major budgeted movie because he is an actor that takes on very, like, indie roles and stuff. Like, he's like kind of like a renaissance man. But I agree. I think... Uh, I think Daisy Ridley. I, I I think this might end her career. What? No. Yeah. No I th- way. I think it well, it's. I don't think it's. Here's what I think about this: is that it is very very. It's kind of like um, girl can shed a tear on command, though. It's kind of like Harry. It's kind of <laughs> like Harry Potter actors. It's really hard to get out of it. It's when you're in a in a in a franchise like this. Yeah. It's very difficult to ever be seen as anything else. Yeah. Literally. Like like eighty percent of the civilized world is gonna see this movie. Yeah. Like it's like really hard to get out of that. Um, I mean, take I mean, take uh, what's the Harry Potter actor? I, um, why am I blanking on his name? Tyler, um, I don't know. You remember? Um, but but what Ron else? Weasley's character? No no no. Oh Harry yeah, Potter. Harry Potter's character. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, he has really tried he, to do something else. He became a horse. Uh, um, he became a horse no, in and, a movie. But, but, but actually, but, but just my, re- I, I, I'm just going to shamelessly plug The Lighthouse starring Robert Pattinson yes. and Willem Dafoe. Uh, Robert Pattinson, star of Twilight. Yeah, uh, but he, Twilight he, is nowhere near the yeah, franchise that these are. See The Lighthouse. Though, right? Out January 4th. I know, I know. <laughs> well, like, okay, but... but okay, so... Anyway, a little, off, a little off track, but, but my, my point is, is that Star Wars has been known for... Like, George Lucas actually started... He didn't want... To put Harrison Ford in Star Wars. Mm. No, it originally. was Burt Reynolds. He, it would be, uh, and you, you know you why imagine? though? Do you know why he didn't want to put Harrison Ford in? Because he doesn't use actors twice, mm. and he yeah. had already used him for American Graffiti. He didn't yeah. want to do it. Yep. But when he so, but he called Harrison in to help read these people and couldn't help it. And so now, one of my favorite comedic scenes is in um, uh, when, uh, Force uh, Awakens. It is it's it's not even it's like a more recent movie, not the mm-hmm. one of the originals. Is when they find the Millennium Falcon again, and uh-huh. those two gangs come and they find them, and he's like, 
And, and he's just like, t- he pulls off the humor in Star Wars better than any actor. And that's just, you Harrison know, Ford is lightning in a bottle. He really is. My favorite comedic scene in this movie, actually, mm. is uh, when Lando hits on the young woman <laughs> in the movie. I agree. And it, no context whatsoever. It was just like, oh, hey, uh, let me. I want to get to know you more. And then it just cuts. Like, instantly. I was just in. He's still slick. But the he's thing still... is, there was like, so what I, this is what I really. Care to find out? <laughs> he was a player, man. <laughs> and actually, and actually. And those damn capes. I he always, had a badass cape I on in this movie. I always liked the Lando character. I think I liked him even more after seeing Solo. Yeah. Even though it was a different actor, just the idea of getting that backstory. I just, um, from actually, that movie I, was great. Yeah, that's your solo is your favorite. Solo right? is my favorite uh, Star Wars uh, standalone film. Mm-hmm. But um, so what I do really like about this movie throughout the whole movie uh, was the music. Yeah, the music was um, it was loud. It was actually really loud in a lot of scenes, mm-hmm. uh, like drowning out the dialogue of the characters sometimes. Yeah, but it was so beautifully done so, like it, it definitely evokes i'm gonna feelings. recommend this for you there's a podcast that's actually up for a, a podcast award this year um blockbuster mm-hmm. is the name of the podcast and the story about the connection between george and steven and john williams and how that comes about is crazy i know th- i know a little bit about that story but i would be interested in hearing it's a short it's like a six episode one right and yeah. it's produced and and it's w- really well done but i enjoyed that one but... i would say that the 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 um what is it the the score of this film isn't yeah. that it the score yeah, yeah. of the yeah. film well i think it'll be nominated for an oscar john no williams doubt. is off the charts it, it, but it evoked, fact, it evoked a this, lot of emotion this was definitely arguably the best yeah. star wars movie musically agreed Here, so here's the thing that it's interesting you say that because it was john williams's what you'll learn in the blockbuster podcast it was john williams's idea to have music specific to each character mm-hmm. in the movie because there's so many characters mm-hmm. so like you and i talked about it while we were watching the movie when luke is lifting the um his X-wing. red five his his x-wing out of the water very much like yoda did in the movie where he lifted it out of the swamp water exact same music and and i uh, i could have not i could have been blind and known what was happening yeah, that exactly scene, right that's awesome. like, that's, like the power, so. that's the power of the score of star wars though, is it's very iconic see that's the kind of stuff that i did not know like i would never have known that that was the music yeah never. i knew it ar- immediately and i was right. like i'm sitting in fact i'm sitting there and you didn't see me but i do it, there's this very big crescendo in the in the original movie when that happens. Um, Did it happen? And it, and it goes, oh. dun, 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 <laughs> just like this. I'm like, ah! That's awesome. I did a little fist pump yeah. because it's 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 the perfect thing, right? Like, right. I mean, I, you know, um, this lore is not, and you'll learn this and you'll hear this in Blockbuster too in the in the podcast, mm-hmm. but they don't say it this way. But the the, the, the premise is, is that... George Lucas is a genius storyteller and all of those things. But at the end of the day, he did a soap opera in space. That's 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 what this is all about. Right. And so if you just like the storytelling and take the saga for what it is, I mean, for me, there was no way this movie sucks. Right. I 
there was no way. It right. just it's not in me for for me to allow. Well, it's your so, childhood. I mean, it's it's your childhood. It's, you started loving this when you were seven years old. Right, and it's not. But it's not just been the childhood. It's been the entire life. I'm sitting in front of you wearing right. a Star Wars shirt. Right. My truck has a Star Wars license plate <laughs> on it. I have the yeah. solo dice on my mirror. Like right. it's like it's a meaningful thing to me because sure. it was a big part of my life. Well, growing I don't up. think so, you're. I don't. So think it was hard alone. for me, and that's why I think I was hesitant to do this. Is because I know Mister Mister uh, <laughs> Film Critic here is going to come at it from a more. But, but that's okay. The right brain, left brain thing works for me, and I and I'm glad we did it. But but for me, I I, I have to see it at least twice more. Right. But I I wish that I had done like I said. I wish I had done it in the opposite order. I wish I had not looked for things because I caught, and and again. I could be wrong. There could be more to catch, mm-hmm. but oh, I caught is. a lot. Yeah, like I did like too. Um, like you like I don't know if you noticed, but um, it was a very fan servicey movie. Oh, oh, I this read was that. All, yeah. And but did he have a choice? No. Right. Exactly. No, so, like you didn't really have I, a choice. Like like if if you think that critics are going to come out about oh the first half was this, the second half was that, and they're going to do all this. You know, J.J. Abrams and that whole team will take that all day long compared to the Star Wars fans going, you fucked this up. Right. Like, like I will yeah, take see, a I film critic going, not okay, I don't, and make yeah. billions of dollars. See, I don't, um, think, I don't think he fucked it up. I, I, I don't, don't either. I, I don't think he fucked it up. Here's my problem with the new Star Wars trilogy is that with all of the resources that Star Wars has in the past... All the world building, all of the lore, they chose to kind of wing it in a way. Mm. And I think that is unacceptable for a billion dollar corporation like Disney to do that. that. Um, Minimized. But at the same time, though, I I think that it was. There is no. It wasn't. as bad as it could have been. Your yeah. pun, your, your your the pun you gave earlier was was <laughs> exactly it. If I had one massive critique of this movie, is that it, I was forcing a shit ton of stuff into one movie. Right. Yes. Like and I and, and and in hindsight, I would have rather had two movies or sat there for four hours. Like yeah. like I needed hey, like we, Return like, of the King. Like, hey, like, just like, honestly, like, we just sat through three and a half hours of the Irishman and nothing happened. We yeah, could have easily boring. done three and a half hours of Star Wars. The only easily. reason we lasted through that movie is because the actors in it. I mean, that yeah, was the only I mean, real reason. The, the lore alone. I mean, I did. I did appreciate that they did a callback to all of the old planets that everybody's from. And, you know, we got to see an Ewok and. They did all of that stuff to, I assume, satisfy fans. It was so funny. Like, that was the worst kept secret, by the way, the Ewok thing. So when I heard that Palpatine was in the system of Endor, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to (laughs) see cult-like Ewoks worshipping a crippled, disabled Palpatine hooked to life support. You know, you have these gray Ewoks affected by the Sith life. What's What's the actor's name, Tyler? Uh, He's been in a million things. He was in Willow. Willow. He was in, yeah. Anyway, he's the guy that played the, 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 the that played um, the, the main Ewok and um, Wicket, 
And um, oh, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, you no, well, it well, you might not know Wicket, but this guy, he's other than Peter Dinklage, there's no there's no small person more famous than this guy in for, terms of actors. Right. But um, oh, is but, it that but, one guy who played in that like medieval movie yes. in the seventies? Willow, and uh, he played in Willow, that, and he was that, a bunch of different things. But yes. yeah. but but the thing is, is that yeah, he was at all the premieres. He's been social mediaing, so, so everybody knew that. He, like, who else could he be? He was going to be the, the Ewoks. Ewoks were so, coming. Right. So and but I was actually glad that it was very like brief it was more of a it was more of like a, a tradi- that 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 star wars ending was a very traditional farewell. star wars ending yeah, like you're right. like i mean whenever right. whenever the that. good side wins the end of the movie There's is celebration planet wide yes. planets are always celebrating you always <laughs> see that happens all the time this was this i'm just this so movie glad was just... formulaic but it needed to be longer or split I'm just because glad. i'm with you yeah. i I'm, wanted it i wanted that first half like like if, if this if, if you didn't know this was the end they could have taken that first half of the movie and turned that into a movie by itself yeah and not had to have had all this conclusion right so um so i besides all of the criticisms as a movie being made and being a good movie just alone from separating my love for star wars uh, I would have to say that the soundtrack was great. Mm-hmm. The first half was really good, and Adam Driver really takes it back home. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I really, you know, there's so much potential as in in a new in a in a trilogy after Return of the Jedi. It's hard to accept that you know so it was a star wars ending yeah mm-hmm. it really was mm-hmm. but there was nothing i i wanted more at risk like i wanted people i wanted main characters dying left from right i wanted that's Tyler. what i expected you could watch a winnie the pooh cartoon and you want winnie the pooh to die at the end like <laughs> that's, that's how you are You're so actually cheap. no it'd be a, it'd be piglet dying dying <laughs> in uh pooh's arm oh actually right. no realistically uh al would have killed piglet and rabbit because he's an owl oh he's God. friends with prey so honestly and it'd be a tigger versus owl battle and tigger then... would have killed tigger and pooh would have battled they're yeah. tigers and bears for god's sake and what are they doing oh in the forest so uh anyway i i wanted more at, so for the for it being the ending of the skywalker saga not a whole lot was lost like yeah like, I, I i actually i actually would agree with that i think that but um i would i would want to see poe die actually that would have been a heroic death. Uh, I thought I thought that was going to be Finn's actual well, thing, and here, it wasn't. He got here's saved the, by here's Lando. Here's the thing: is I I feel like I, I I actually agree with you because although we had already been through that with Solo and Luke, true, and so the easy thing to do would have been to kill off all the key characters. But I think that you absolutely could have gotten away with a Finn or a Poe dying. For sure. One of the mm-hmm. newer characters. Um, heroic saving. Right. Something good that could have put you oh. kind of in that. But yeah. I, I, I will say, and we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. But at no point did I notice the uh, the parts that Carrie Fisher couldn't do. 
Oh, right, yeah, 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 perfectly it done and it sucked that she has they couldn't have her more except in. when so, they cgi'd her face in the past well that oh, was the ghost thing though that's yeah. that's not here, here's what i will say is is and this is my personal feeling because obviously she is one of the the ogs and i wish sure is i as well as they did it i would have loved to have seen her actually be in it yeah like 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 i would have loved to have seen her finish this yeah. saga and be alive long enough Force to make that happen Palpatine. something oh. or what like i even and even if they kept the role exactly the same to have her do it in that way and not mm-hmm. have it kind of using piecing things together sure. and just kind of develop because they probably would have absolutely oh, had her in it more she, if she probably alive, would have so. been a much larger part of the yeah. movie so but you, you know i, I was gonna say bass. i i have one last thought about okay. this movie and it says regarding the first half so Kylo, he mentions that he wants Rey to join him so they can both kill Palpatine together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it went into that direction. I thought it was going to. Because if it went into that direction, that would have been a lot more character development there would between have been... them. Because they yeah. would be they would be cons- co-conspirating force like telekinesis yes <laughs> while he's serving palpatine you know like kind of being like a general hux yeah except not getting shot down like a bitch god he did too didn't and, he, he uh, got i'm him. the spy <laughs> <laughs> thanks captain obvious oh, it was god. coordinated <laughs> um, it was part of, um okay we found this so that that's what i mean about uh nothing being at risk though because you know mm-hmm. they could there could have been like ray seemingly going to the dark side at the um after the second act and then right. everyone would be like oh my god Ray, here's what the i dark tell you side. but yeah. this movie's i'm not, I'm yeah. not involved this in movie's movie industry, way better so. yeah. this movie's way better and of course i'm again i loved it because it's hard for me not to but this movie's way better if it's not the last movie yes right yeah that's if, exactly if, what if, i was because thinking. they uh, they had no choice they had to wrap it up, yeah. and they had to do certain things to get this done to to keep the 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 fan base, myself included, satisfied. And I am satisfied. Yeah. I think if As there's fan, anything if there's anything disappointing about it is it's over. And actually, seeing what I saw tonight, I actually wish there was maybe two more left, yeah. right? And that we weren't so trilogy confined to the trilogy thing like because i agree with you tyler i think the the finding of the compasses that was the, amazing the, the, that the, was good i mean we could have absolutely played out for 45 minutes this whole kylo palpatine manipulation who's yeah. doing what and yeah. plotting against that but we couldn't because we had to skip to the part where everybody gets a cameo and everybody gets the the, the hero moment and yeah. and i think you know and that's yeah. i mean so it's not disappointing in that I'm upset with the movie. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely, sa- it was absolutely satisfying. As a fan, you were um, satisfied. Am I happy it's over? Absolutely not. But I knew that before I even went into the movie. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. I think seeing the movie actually makes me think, if we weren't so trilogy oriented, we could have pulled another two movies out yeah. of this. Yeah. Okay, so how many out of ten, how many baby Yodas do you give it, Tyler? <laughs> baby Yodas. Uh, I w- Can we talk about that before okay, we stop? Okay, you're right, yes. Okay, but- so 
super genius move, and Tyler, you didn't know. are you know. caught up on the Mandalorian? No, I'm not. But I, uh, I do have, I do have your speed. I do have an, I do have a thought on what happens after the Skywalker saga. Okay, please is, tell us. I, but Mandalorian's not after Skywalker, though. No, I mean, oh, okay. as far as oh, okay, the movie, mm-hmm. like they're gonna continue on with the Star Wars universe without. The, so, anyways, uh. I um, am hopeful for it because I think the higher ups at Disney realize we just need to have these individualistic Star Wars stories. I like love that's them. what's successful, so, even though everyone well, and, says. And now they have the platform in Disney Plus to do that. So, because I think the feedback on The Mandalorian has been ridiculously good right like why is it taking us so long to do a star wars television series that wasn't animated right partly because it's expensive Mm -hmm. well people want to see episodic uh, stuff now so like you see with Watchmen. so again the spoiler alert here is that they were supposed to release episode seven of the mandalorian tomorrow right they chose, and I don't know if you knew this, Tyler, they chose to release it. They moved it up and released it the day before. So we saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It makes 100% sense now. Right. Because in episode seven, baby, spoiler alert, Baby, baby Yoda, Yoda uses force healing. He, he which heals almost somebody. never has happened. Nope. There's been reference to it in the lore, but you've never seen it happen in a movie. You've never really, like maybe one of the cartoons you've seen it, but like. Uh, yeah, but, that's my problem with it though too, because also in that lore though, it's a uh, dark side power yeah no it well, well first of all that's, no one, it's not completely dark side that's not, actually not true but nobody um, nobody has said that baby yoda is a good guy no of course but but my point is it's it could be horribly evil it's, it's only been a dark side power be, because that, it, that would be hilarious that because they fuck is 60 years old already <laughs> yeah um and, and he can afford to give up some of his life, which is interesting. Because so, <laughs> I've got another 900 years to go healing somebody's no big deal. Right. Um, but yes, but, there but, was but, force but, healing in this movie. Yeah, so so yeah. I, it made more sense because mm-hmm. the, people were already talking about it, and they did it like three times in this movie, yes. and they hadn't ever done it in a right. movie. So um, so it was interesting. I, why you had to do a snake? Another Harry Potter reference. Oh, my the God. Snake. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> so, all right. So back to your ratings. Oh system. yeah. So out of uh, out of ten, how many baby Yodas do we give it, Tyler? I uh, give it a, a cool four point five out of Whoa, ten. Whoa, you are harsh. You are harsh. It's only because I love Star Wars lore so much that it, okay. it just it could have it. I you know actually I changed my rating because I'm always I'm used to rating on a five star oh, level. Oh okay. So, uh, out of 10 Baby Yodas, I'll give it a 6. That's good. That's really good for it's you. Six. Um, that's what I would give for The Force Awakens. Would too. you Would so, you see it again? Uh, I would see it again. I Just to kind of get a more flesh out your opinion I, on where, it. Where, where do you think it ranks out of... Take the solos and the rogue ones out of it. Let's out of just the, take the, the nine. Out of the nine, your gut reaction of where it sits... Uh, it's hard because it kind of wraps up the story, but okay. So I'm just gonna go through my ratings right okay. now of all of them. So one Empire, no two question. New Hope, three. Interesting, you have New Hope that high. Yeah. Wait, is New Hope with Darth Sidious? No, no New, New Hope, Hope is, is the, the very, very first, very first one. one. Oh that yeah. Was the oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So Sorry. Emperor, New Hope, uh, Return of the Jedi, and then Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Episode One: The Phantom Menace. 
uh, you have Phantom Menace over this. Yes. Interesting. Yes, Tyler, I do. I do. And I'll tell you why. It's, so an, it's, it's an well, emotional it's a, for him. It's a little more age appropriate. He, well, he was know, 12, it, and yeah. I took him to the midnight showing. <laughs> That's why. Phantom Menace, Force Awakens, uh, the, uh, what, what is this called? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I already forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> Film class, middle class, Tyler. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, and then the last, the last Jedi. So yeah. you put it at the bottom? No, the last Jedi is at the so, bottom. No, 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 but towards the bottom. Yeah. So yeah, so um, this goes to the bottom, but that I mean, it would towards have been, it would have been, it, it would have had to exceeded my expect expectations so much to because the, those first five movies, yeah. like for you, that's I mean, it. They're solid. And so uh, the Phantom Menace, the reason why that is so high on the list is because it established a world building aspect of star wars like yeah it wasn't a great movie and it had some weird aspects and it i mean besides the pacing point that's of technically it, episode one right yes so the reason i have that in my top three well, what, or what four are yours? um in order uh, you know similar but but minor because nostalgic right like right. I, empire strikes back is absolutely number one okay oh, yeah. um and I, I think that's not that does not put either of us in unique space i think most <laughs> star wars fans would tell you that empire strikes back is the best that's one. where yoda comes in right um it's uh, uh well uh, no well yeah i mean yoda yes, is but... in that movie but the reason why is because there's a lot of there's a lot at stake Ah. There's incredible it's, editing. Well, generally speaking, the except for Last Jedi, the middle movie in each trilogy is the most interesting. Oh, okay. Because it because it's the guts here's of what everything. happens. Bad guys in episode one or good guys in episode one. Everybody's fighting episode two, episode three. Good guys come back. Like, right, like it, it right. just, it just that's how that's trilogies pretty, work. And that's pretty much how they kept stayed true to that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. This was very. This was a little surprisingly to me traditional third Star Wars movie. Maybe that ending, was the whole the point. Ending. That yeah. was probably the whole point. It's not the whole point. He had no choice. That's what that's, I mean. I, I feel like I'm watching this movie going, this is great. He had no fucking option. Yeah, he like he had to tie. Well, well, I told you before, weeks ago, this I told you. This is where I'm going to shine. Right. I told you weeks ago. <laughs> I told you weeks ago that I had read an interview or read some kind of quote from J.J. Abrams. He goes, we will absolutely tie everything up. We cannot fuck this up. Right, like, right. like it can't. We cannot leave anything untied. Right. right? And they so, will literally kill me. They, they, they will, literally will kill me. They will. Um, Have so you I seen think, them? Although he so, just has to climb up one flight of stairs. So this is unrelated, Tyler, but I just read this. So it's, 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 it's up there. So The Mandalorian, episode three and episode seven are directed by the same person. Her name is Deborah Chow. And for yeah. me, incredible director. Three and yes. seven have been the two best. They were the best. She's doing all of the Kenobi. I heard episode, that. All yeah, of the Kenobi that'll be show. Fun. So what do you so, rate this? So what do you rate this? What movie? is out of how many out gonna, of ten uh, Baby Yodas? Um, it's a full ass. It's a full ass Baby Yoda. Emotionally and forty-two years invested in this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a ten, but reality, rea yeah. and that's only because of the emotion. Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Oh, that's seven good. Yeah. You guys are pretty close. Yeah, yeah so, pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I um, I mean, I think. It was interesting because I felt like I watched two movies, right? It did I felt feel like separate. I yes. felt like the first half felt like a Star Wars movie that wasn't trying to wrap up, 
and then it was like suddenly holy shit like yeah like how he even got it into two and a half hours is remarkable it would have been to me he easily could have had a four hour i'll be movie. curious yeah, if there's a director's sure. cut if, i'll be curious oh, if there's a director's cut because I bet there is. I hope there. I hope there. No, I, no Jar Jar Binks either. Well, here's the thing: is if God there is it. a director's cut, I hope it, there's not like useless scenes they add into there, though, oh, like the casino like the scene oh, in the Last Jedi. Yeah, it was horrible. It, so, in Del Toro <laughs> never came back. I know. He was the guy. best part of the Last Jedi. I agree. Never <laughs> comes was. back, and he was the he was he's, pro- now he's, he's just the collector. He's the collector. He can't be part of Star Wars and Marvel. Sorry, that's too bad because um, he was yeah. really great. Yeah, he he was really good. I you think, know what? I think there was a missed opportunity of getting like real big stars in so, this movie too. I, mm-hmm. I, I, well, but it that does stick with the Star Wars formula. Nobody. Like, like, there's never been a star in a Star oh, Wars yeah, formula a in, in a Star Wars movie. They may have become stars because they were in the Star Wars yeah. movie. But Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill was a nobody. Carrie yeah. Fisher was a nobody. All those people were nobodies um, leading up to underwear and, boom mic guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like so. I think that um, well, Harrison Ford was fixing doors when he right. got the American Graffiti. Can you imagine role, so. Harrison Ford fixing your door? Yes. That guy. He, well, I grew I'm here up. To fix your door. Here's what I'll, I'll close, and, and, and I'm already being more talkative than I need to be. But here, here's the thing: I am um, the epitome of the trilogy generation. Right. Like, if you forced me to say, "Do you like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, or Back to the Future more?" It would be Star Wars, and then the other two would be tied, right? right. Like, it's hard for me because it's just such an identifying. I don't think part. there's anything wrong with that. I, I just think it's the the, the that. Theory is just so, like twi- wait whatever. you don't like the lore of Kroll no <laughs> or 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 I never liked Lord of the Rings like I like the movies they're fine you but bite I, your tongue I know I know that's you but like I, I just they could have flown the bird and flung the ring like, into this is a so if you're reading this you know, I'm so sorry <laughs> you know what's funny is we were walking out of the movie theater and, and Malia and I goes I'll go to that with you and um it's so dumb it's uh, I'm I'm absolutely gonna take her to see Call of the Wild. Oh, because, with Harrison Ford. Because it's Harrison Ford. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, I thought. It's Han uh, Solo, actually. Han Solo. Han anyway. Solo starring in. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So. That was Carrie Russell. She's, she was. She was she maybe was, the only good, act, only well-known actress in the movie. First of all, she was hot. New. She was wearing an awesome, sexy uniform, and I she was a badass. The best. Uh, you want to know my favorite comedic scene? Had no lines in it. It was at the end. Where they look, where Poe and the Carrie Russell character oh, look yeah. across at each other. And he gives other, her a look like, can he, I kiss you can now? Can I kiss you now? And, and she's, she's like, all, nope. No. <laughs> but no words were ever spoken. But, and I thought it was funny. But you know. Even Malia happens. laughed. She yeah. was like, ah. <laughs> well, actually, in, in uh, just the very, very last thought, I want to see Oscar Isaac reprise his role as Poe in his own movie. I would agree with you. That'd be, I'd be His backstory is gonna could be really I love Oscar Isaac as an actor. He's, He's been good. in some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think that he could really pull off a solo esque kind of movie I, because I, I think totally they, they're grooming him for that. I think I think that they proved already with Solo that they can make a movie without 
Jedi's yep. without Skywalkers. Like Solo had nothing to do yep. with the Force at all. So I right. hope that they give him more work, and yep. I hope they it's in uh, the uh, presence and- of someone competent as well. <laughs> okay, so, so anyway. Tyler, you are here to help us promote your podcast with Peter, Joseph, and you, Tyler. And sometimes Lucas. And sometimes Lucas, who is just a crying cat. Uh, what is the name sometimes. of your podcast? Okay, so uh, I'm chilling for uh, middle class film class. Uh, yes. Please, uh, we're on all major streaming formats: uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, what have you. I don't, I'm, I'm not a part of that. I, Apple I, Podcast. You're now. just a talking we're, head. We're, I, he's, he's just the talent. He's I, just the talent. I'm just the talent and the Instagram model of our show. Okay. Um, so you guys can check it out uh, this week. Uh, spoiler alert: We are reviewing Blair Witch Project, <gasps> 1999's Blair Witch Project, a very divisive movie. Wow. Um, I love that movie. So uh, <laughs> please uh, like and subscribe. What other and- podcast? Middle Could class you get Bridge class. Over River Kwai and then the Blair Witch Blair podcast. Witch and George of the Jungle all on the same podcast. Middle uh, class yeah. film class, everybody. Yep. Find them on iTunes. Thank you for listening to our spoiler, full of spoiler, ugly extra, Rise of Skywalker. Bye. Bye. See ya.